0: Welcome back to Let's Go Michigan with Jeff Sloan on WJR. Once again, with a 5,000-foot view of Michigan business and events, here's Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome back to Let's Go Michigan. Kristen and Mark with me. Listen, moving from the last segment where we talked about spending our money, now we're going to focus on earning our money. Of course, we earn our money, most of us anyway, by working and working and working. Working a lot. And
1: working a working lot. Working
0: more than ever these days to be able to pay the bills and uh, have some spending money on the side. Kristen, you're going to bring us another interview in this segment that you were able to do on the subject of the subject that just doesn't go away. It's kind of always there. And it's really gaining popularity, gaining a lot of support, starting to be actually implemented by many companies and, frankly, demanded by many of the workforce at various other companies. And that's the four-day work week. Work four days, have a three-day weekend, Right. Just the idea is you got to have the same amount of productivity packed into four days, work harder, maybe even work longer during those four days, and uh, you get a three day weekend. All right, that's the trade off. But there's a new model afoot that's gaining popularity, and that is instead of looking at it as a four day work week, looking at it by the hour, in effect. In this case, a 32 hour work week as opposed to a 40 hour work week. It's kind of the equivalent, but one day could have more hours than another. You break the hours up however you want to do it. Could even be five days, just put in less hours across those five days. It's kind of an interesting idea, Kristen.
1: I agree. I had a great conversation with Kathleen Davis. She's the deputy editor of Fast Company, and she's also host of the Way We Work podcast that we implement 32 hours of working and spread it over five days and the benefits that it could have to not only working moms, but industries across the board.
0: All right, guys, I can hear it. It's our Monday morning conversation. Are we going to a 32-hour week? Oh,
1: I already, I already have my. The demand
0: is. Oh, um, My
1: pitch deck's ready Uh for you.
0: We do thirty-two hour days. (laughs) Yeah, we do, Mark. (laughs) We certainly do. We certainly do. All right. So let's hear your interview with Kathleen Kristen.
1: So let's start by just giving our listeners an overview of what the difference is between a thirty-two hour work week versus a four day work week. I feel like that's all we've heard recently is pushing this four-day work week. the idea of they've done tests, studies, research about the four-day work week. And then your article popped up about the 32-hour work week. and it actually made me stop and think, well, now that's a smart idea. Why didn't anybody <laughs> promote that? So why don't you tell us a little bit about what the difference is and some of the pros and cons of both?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, to be clear, smart companies who are doing a four day work week are doing a 32 hour four day work week. So they're not trying to cram 40 hours in to four days. Hopefully, you know, again, if you're a smart company, you figured out that that's just a recipe for burnout and kind of negates the benefits of having an extra day off. But you're right. The four day work week has gotten a lot of attention in the last year, especially there was, I think you alluded to it. There was a big four day work week pilot program with 70 companies and over 3000 workers in the UK. It's really been used as kind of a recruiting tool, especially during the great resignation. And who doesn't love a three-day weekend? I am here to say I am not anti-three-day right. uh, weekend. Me, man. Yeah. You know, and like in a perfect world, I think we would reduce the, the working hours and have a three-day weekend. But what I am putting forth is that, and what really kind of caught my eye and started me thinking about it even more was that it was in the United Auto Workers initial bargaining agreement was a 32-hour work week. And I, I think they didn't get it. They, you know, left that off right. the table. Right. And I don't know if they specified, you know, exactly the hours hours. But my thinking is that a four-day work week is a kind of a hard sell, right? It's kind of a hard sell to companies. It it raises a lot of questions like, what are you going to do with your customer service on that day off? Like that sort of thing. That's
1: exactly what I was just going to ask. If you're only working four days a week, what happens that other typical work day? What happens to customer service and shipping and Mm -hmm. all the rest of the stuff that goes into just that one specific work day? If it's shut down, how do you balance that throughout the rest of the four days?
2: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and I and I point out in the article that I wrote that we've made these kind of big logistical shifts before. The concept of a weekend is something that didn't exist 100 years ago. That was given to us actually. Uh, Ford started it with his factory workers, and then it caught on with the Fair Labor Standards uh, Act in the 1930s that made the 40-hour work week, made the five-day work week, in the weekend. But you're right. It's kind of a big hurdle to get over. It's a lot of logistical challenge with customer service, like our Doctor's office is only going to be open four days. You know those sorts of things. I think we can get there, and I think we probably should get there. But I think a thirty-two hour work week, five days a week, is an incremental but really significant change that'll be a lot easier for employers to do and really makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons.
1: Well, as a full-time working mom, a 32-hour mm-hmm. work week seems amazing to me because I could pick up my kids from school. Yep. I don't have to pay as much in daycare afterwards. I mean, to me, it's a win-win, but again, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it as a you know, full-time working mom. I feel like this is a home run.
2: Oh, I'm, you know, same. I'm in the exact same boat. And I think any parent who hears that is like, yes, sign me up 100%. Right. (laughs) And it really is a 40 hour, a nine to five. Like it didn't come down on high from like a scientific study. It was just the way that like factories functioned the best. 200 years ago. There's no reason that we should be working nine to five. And yes, the most obvious, largest benefit, schedule-wise, is for working parents. The, you know, the misalignment between the s- typical school day, which usually ends between two and four, and the typical work day, which ends between five and six. That's right. You know, 70% of working parents don't end until two hours after their kids are out of school. We're in a child care crisis post-pandemic. Mm-hmm. We were in a child care crisis before, but it's even worse now. You know That child care gap, it's gotten worse. It's more expensive. But again, and I always say this, you know, like with things like paid leave, when you'll hear employees go, well, I don't have kids. Why should I care about that? What's good for what is it? What's good for the goose, goose is, is good, good for, for the, the candor. candor. Yeah. yeah, like it's good for everybody. Everybody would benefit from having more hours of free time in their day for their mental and physical health. You know, a third of Americans don't get enough sleep. Right. Uh Sitting at your computer all day long. You know, this is obviously... White collar workers sitting at your computer all day long is bad for your health. Employees are less productive. Some studies have said employees are productive for less than 60% of the day. That is unbelievable. It's like two hours. One study found two hours and 23 minutes a day is how much you're being productive. So the the other 5 hours you're just like wasting your time. You're just pretend working or fake working. Yeah. yeah. Or or stuck in pointless meetings. I mean, who does not have a meeting that could have been an email? Get that right. hour back right. and you know, improve your life.
1: Right. I mean, if you do have the four day work week where you're working eight hours a day, just the four days, you are kind of stuck in this cycle of either being somebody who's super productive and can maintain that high level of being focused and productive eight hours for four days in a row or you can spread it across all five days. And it just seems to make more sense. If the research shows we're really only productive two hours and 23 minutes each day, well, then why not go to the 32 hours a week? If I was if I was the boss, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say, great. I'd want the most productivity out of my employees. Mm-hmm. And if I can get that done in a shorter period of time across all five days, go. Let's do it.
2: Yeah. And it's it's such an old school of management thought to like value face time and butts in seats. and right. Like how long you're sitting there. And don't you want your employees doing valuable work rather than like filling the hours and being unhappy about it? Right. I think the other kind of elephant in the room about it and the reason why UAW, I think, put it in their initial bargaining agreement was the idea that. AI and automation and technology is supposed to free us up to have less work to do and more time. I mean, that's the whole promise of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so the idea, and you know, maybe some listeners have heard of the famous economist John Maynard Keyes, who's in 1930 predicted that by uh, 2030, so in a couple of, years, couple of years, we would only be working 15 hours a week. Now, that prediction is way Seems off base. Seems like a for, long shot, but for a yeah. lot of reasons. Yeah. yeah, like there's there's a lot of reasons, and human ambition, you know, being chief among them, that we're not talking about a 15-hour work week, but the belief that automation is supposed to make our lives easier, is supposed to make our work less tedious, it's supposed to free us up from those kind of tedious tasks and use us for the things that humans are best at, you know, creative thinking and those sorts of things. So that's why. Yes, I think the 32-hour work week is where we should be headed now. It's the easier sell, but eventually maybe both, maybe both, maybe four days and six-hour work days or even less.
1: And are there companies now that have put into place this 32-hour work week?
2: You know, most of the companies that we have been covering and hearing from have been talking about the four day work week, which, again, is 32 hours, you know, is eight hour days, only four days a week. Right. But a lot of companies, too, are especially with remote work and have realized that you don't really have to care so much when work is getting done so much that it's getting done. Right. I think in general, you know more flexibility around when work is getting done is definitely the way that a lot of employers are starting to think about things. It's the way that Gen Z just assumes that work will happen. Mm -hmm. It is obviously a, you know, a big recruiting tool for companies as well.
1: Right. I love it. Like I said, great idea. Sign me up. I think it's good food for thought. I mean, as we continue to navigate these new uncharted waters with remote work and the idea of the four day work week, 32 hour work weeks, it's almost like we're starting fresh with new ideas on how we need to live our best lives. So it's definitely something to look into. So I yeah. appreciate it, Kathleen. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, listen, I think I'm buying into the idea that working fewer hours could indeed maybe help with team morale, productivity even perhaps, and all the rest. So here's what I'm willing to do. I don't know about 32 hours. Okay. But I'm willing to go maybe down to 48 hours per week. (laughs) That's about as low as we're going to go here. All right. But I do buy into the idea that reducing the (laughs) weekly workload, the hours that you have to put in. May make some sense. You got me that far. Okay, I'll make some
1: adjustments to my pitch to you. There we go.
0: All right, progress, progress. Headed to a break. Coming back with more in a minute right here on Let's Go Michigan.